We are back and we are very excited. I'm going to use the word excited. <laughs> we have a launch. We have a big launch, June 29th. That's right. Things are, are changing. Going... Things are changing here just a wee bit, right? It's more than a wee bit. Well, the, the, the name of the, I don't want people to freak out that the podcast is going to change. It's not like you're going to replace us because that would be foolish. That would be silly. That would be yes. Silly our podcast foolish. name is going to change, and then we are going to also announce a big launch. launch. Yeah, more to come. That's right. That's right. Okay, so back to today. What are we talking today? About? What's, what's slide design? Yeah. So last time we talked about what is our mindset when we are using slides. Now, how do we design the slides? Yes with our audience in mind. That's right. And so much of this comes down to process. You know, cause- It does. We know, Jen, what do people do? What's the no-no that people do when it comes to their process for making a presentation? Well, one big no-no, <laughs> I never say that, no-no. <laughs> You're saying One, it now? I am. One is going to be when we decide we need, or when we realize we have to create a presentation, one of the first things we could do is open up a blank PowerPoint oh. and just start typing away. Yeah, yeah. And then we create these slides that have too much information. It's yeah. data overload. Yep. They're not exciting to look at. And we, and we can spend a lot of time typing into the slides. Yeah. So today well, we're people, gonna talk about something different. And people, they type on the slides, they get old slides, they just think slide first, you know? I mean, it's, it's not the right idea to start by opening PowerPoint. We're gonna propose it's slide last yeah yeah it's it, i'm going to add the only caveat is this because sometimes this happens to me and i think it would happen to, to anybody who has the discipline to say i am not going to open up my slide software until i have crafted my content until i have an idea of my story until i know for the most part what i'm going to say that sometimes in that process, you'll have a visual, uh, you know, like a, a moment of, oh, I see something. <laughs> and then what I encourage people to do is sketch. I like this idea. Yeah. I like it. Now, folks may be thinking, I don't have time to sketch. And, and what am I sketching? You know what? <laughs> You don't have time, so sketch, because sketching <laughs> is fast. That's it the point. Saves you time. People think, yeah, it's actually there to save you time. It is the fastest way to take a visual idea and to just record it, you know, get it somewhere. So I'll show you one of my sketches of which I'm really proud. <laughs> you are an artist, no, Scott. And, and I, honestly, I will tell you, this literally comes from a call earlier in the day with a client when we were doing that same thing. We were talking about content and I go, oh, I've got a visual. 
And then I just sketched this out and then I could hold it up for my client. We talked about it a little bit. Now you might be going, what the heck is that? We were talking about one-to-ones and, and five benefits that come with scheduling regular one-to-ones. Well, what do we That's do it. with this sketch? So this sketch, I just set aside. I mean, I, I, you know, it's like a little library of these things that you might collect during the content development process because you don't mm -hmm. want to get drawn too much into the visuals, right? You're still deciding, well, what is the story about? What are we going to say? So the next thing I recommend people do is to create a, a kind of a blueprint. I've sometimes used the very technical term, a slide shell file, um, but it's really just a quick set of slides where you put placeholder text on the slide. And that placeholder text just tells you what you think you're gonna actually design and put on the slide without putting in the time. I like that because if we spend too much time on one slide, putting yeah. in all this information, we're gonna feel tied to that slide because we've already invested so much time into it. So I like this visual of just putting little placeholders into the slides. Yeah. This sketching mm -hmm. is when we are creating a new slide deck from, from scratch for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. So what do we do when we already have a slide deck and we realize, because this, this is the most common issue that I coach to, mm -hmm. I have all of these slides and they are really, really busy. Yeah. There's too much information. It's yep. confusing for the audience. So how do we take an existing slide deck yeah. and clean it up yep. so that it is it's more memorable and easy to follow for the audience. Yeah. So I've created a five-step slide cleanup process. Oh, good. You um, know what? You're, it's very it excited. me because I have, I think, a four-step process. <laughs> <laughs> I have one extra step. Uh, maybe. Let's hear it. I want to hear this magic. Okay, I'll say it. I'll on. say it very, very quickly. The, uh -huh. the five-step process is pull up a really busy slide and ask yourself, what is the most important point that needs to be conveyed in this slide? One, one most important point. And if it's on the slide, highlight it, put it in yellow. And if it's not on the slide, I want you to type it, get it on the slide. Okay. And it's not a complete sentence either. No complete yeah. sentences. Then ask yourself, this most important point, what are the one or two sub points that I need to make sure that I communicate? And then abbreviated, get those up on the slide and highlight them. Then take a quick glance for the entire slide and get rid of anything that could be complicated or confusing for the audience. Acronyms, business jargon, just get rid of it, delete it, because that's when we can start losing our audience's attention. Yeah. Now, whatever is not highlighted, delete it, get rid of it. Yeah. So now what's on the slide is what's most important. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last step is to start adding the graphics, add an image, a graphic animation, whatever it is to draw, to draw the audience in. And how can you tell the story using a graphic yeah. or an image? Making it visual.
making it visual and yeah. clean and to the point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. My, my approach is slightly different, but I know I want to hear a, it. a ton of overlap. I came up with this acronym. It's a horrible one. I say, cuss out your slides. Cuss out. Yeah. <laughs> so the C stands for crack, which means a lot of slides sometimes are not one idea, but two ideas or three or four. So crack means if there are more than one idea, if there is more than one idea expressed by the slide, break the slide in two in a way, right? You duplicate it Love and it. delete one half, delete that, that other thing, okay? So you've broken them apart. Now back to one of them. Um, the U stands for unpack, which means now that you've cracked it apart, you start deleting the unnecessary visual clutter that's there. I mean, do you need a logo on every single slot? <laughs> um, and I, Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> sometimes legal requires you to, so I get it. But if you can't, mm. get rid of all that stuff. Anything that just is adding extra visual clutter, unpack it, delete it, get rid of it. And then um, the S is for visually stack things. In other words... Assuming there's a graphic already there, what you do is you start going, my audience needs to have a place where the eye goes first and then kind of second and then third. There's something called eye flow. And by visually stacking things, the things that are bolder in color and in size, bolder fonts, for instance, tend to draw our eyes first. So you decide what's on that top level and then what's going to be the next level in the stack. And then you make those colors a little less bold, make those mm -hmm. shapes maybe a little less thicker, a little smaller and so on. And then you have, you know, three or four layers to your content. You've got to have a, a habit of using a process that's fairly tried and true. You don't want it to be haphazard. And certainly opening up slides first is not the right process. <laughs> get your content done. Get into your slides next. And in that case, remember these steps. Make a slide blueprint. Sketch out some ideas. You can even take those sketches, take pictures of them, and put them on the slide blueprint before you actually design the slides. Um, and then when you get in and design the slides, do your thing. What, what would you leave people with? With slide design. Yeah. I'm going to go with try to avoid opening up that blank PowerPoint. Yeah. I feel it's our, it's our first reaction. Yeah. And instead get the pen to paper. Yeah. Right. Get or we'll allow you to open up, we'll, we'll allow you to open up a Word document. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But that's it. That's as digital as it gets. <laughs> I love All it. Right. Now. What? Our next yes. topic. What is our next topic? Do you remember? No, I don't. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you, thank, you see how I always ask you because I always forget. <laughs> and I always write it down. I know. It's control and confidence. Oh, yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk about the relationship between... Control, having control of 
doing what you want to do when you want to do it and how that relates to confidence. This will be you know, hand in hand. Yeah. It'll be super interesting. Good. All right. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Great work. Thank Have you, a great everybody. Week, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.